0: Welcome into Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid. I'm Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spare studio, and I am pumped because we have a huge show for you guys today in just a little bit. We will be joined by Chanel Smith Walker, the team photographer for the Panthers, as well as Jasmine Washington, the creative director, uh, the director of creative and photography for U- University of New Orleans Athletic Department, and also Ashley Coley. She's the AP for the 6 p.m. Sports Center. We have a jam-packed show for you today, and I just mentioned. First off, we are going to be joined by Chanel Smith Walker, Team Photog for the Panthers. Chanel, how you doing
1: today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm like definitely excited. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. I mean, you're you're first up. You got you, you ready for this today. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of pressure. I didn't know it was first up, but I'm excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. We like to keep it keep it cool and calm over here. But why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, so I'm originally from Fayetteville, Georgia. I've always been into art, um, but I picked up graphic design when I was in high school. Um, and I went to college at Elon University on a full volleyball scholarship. And so once I graduated from Elon, um, I got my degree in strategic communications and digital art, worked at some few jobs doing graphic design. They ended up getting a GA position at the University of Southern Mississippi for their digital media department for athletics. And then so from there, that's kind of where my career took off. They hired me full time as their director of digital media um, for athletics. And then I got social media, became my best friend. I got DM from the creative director from Baylor, then became the associate creative director there, moved over to football. And then I got a DM from the director of play personnel from NC State, and then became the creative director there for football. And then I got a DM from the director of recruiting from the University of Tennessee, um, and then came the creative director there, which made me the first like black creative director in the SEC. Um, And so then the previous team photographer for the Panthers had been following me for a while and trying to get me to come there for the past three years. Um, And so this position kind of fell into my lap and I was sure it's a great opportunity. I've always wanted to kind of get more into photography because I've mainly been doing graphic design and then photography on the side. So that's kind of like the extradited version of like (laughs) my career and kind of of stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, you
0: really, um, I really found out who you were whenever and. Angelia is a friend of mine Uh, she's in charge of as you know but for those that are listening in charge of recruiting over at University of Tennessee and um, so that's whenever I really heard your name for the first time and She was saying, yeah, this girl, she really has taken social media by storm just because of everything you were doing to not only help women in the industry, but also women of color or people of color in the industry. You really took social media by storm and got a lot of people's attention. So I think that's absolutely incredible what you've been doing just to help others out in the industry. And you said that you played volleyball in college. Then, How has that really helped you in your career?
1: Honestly, um, it made me more relatable. I think it made it easier for me to tell athletes' stories or what questions to ask them to kind of get a deeper understanding of what social media content they wanted or just or their or to find hidden stories that they may not feel comfortable talking to coaches about. But because I come from that background of being an athlete It made it a lot more relatable, and it also helped me figure out what things that I saw that like or content that Elon liked that they made that I liked or that I didn't like. And a lot, a lot of things that I first noticed was just even the coloring of how they tend to color their black athletes. Um, They either made us look really dark or like made us look really ashy. And so that was that's something that I always talk about. And when I've worked with a lot of my students, even on the design and photo side, I'm always very cognizant and I'm always making sure, make sure you're accurately representing people of color correctly. Because I know a lot of people tend to want they just focus on the creative vision, but that shouldn't sacrifice someone's skin tone because you want to be creative, if that makes sense. So that's one thing that I uh, that's helped a lot with just being a college athlete. Um is that be helped tremendously
0: absolutely and that's something that probably a lot of people don't think about unless it's happened to you and so it's mm-hmm. such a different perspective and really I think opens up people's eyes that are in that same role and they're like wow let me go back and look at my work to make sure that I haven't done that in the past you know yeah. so really opens people's eyes when did you know uh, I mean that kind of maybe might have been the time that you realized hey this is something I want to get into but when did you really know that you wanted to get into this role?
1: I honestly really didn't know at all really till I got to Southern Miss because the the thing is about me it's like I'm not a sports fan as in like (laughs) it's like people are like how are you not a sports fan it's like I don't willingly watch sports like yes I played sports in college and my brother played football in college but I was never really like a sports like fan. So I, I never really knew there were jobs like this that existed, to be honest. Um, even at Elon, it's, I, it was, I feel like when I started my career, the roles like this kind of existed, but they really only existed for white men. So it really wasn't put on my radar, to be honest. Um, and so I kind of knew once I got to Southern Miss, like, oh, I kind of like sports because my style, I thought worked really well with sports. I'm more of an edgier designer. And so I was like, well, it, the edgier designer style doesn't work for making stuff for Walmart or like Verizon. (laughs) It works better in sports. Um, So that's when I was like, okay, I like sports. But then I realized that I just really thought my style worked really well with football and I connected really well with our athletes. Um, And especially a lot of them because a lot of them are around my brother's age. My brother played football, my boyfriend plays football. And so um, I just thought it it kind of made a smoother transition and that's honestly why I got into mainly into the sports design for football, not even because I like the sport, because, but because I think it's great for athletes to see representation in a field that's not mainly by, that you don't really ever see black women in. Um, and that's mainly what pushed me to kind of go more into this route, not just because uh, I wanted just to create art. I also wanted to tell players stories and just to show people that they're more than just athletes, they more than just a jersey number. And so that's the main reason why I really wanted to get in the industry.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's so important to note that they are more than what they do on the field or whatever their respective playing surface is. And a lot of people mm-hmm. lose sight of that whenever they're watching the games and they get so, I mean, they get into it and they get mad at those players and, who knows what those players are going through off the field because they're people just like everyone else. So I think that's so important to remember that and showcase that whenever that's why I love working with the team specifically is because you do get to showcase that. But if, if you never were really big into sports and uh, <laughs> what was your major in college, what were you thinking about doing before?
1: So I, so I actually already knew what I wanted to do before I got to college. I was like a huge, like, art nerd. So, like, it was like I fell in both realms of, like, I was an athlete. But, like, I was in a club called Skills USA in high school, and I competed in design competitions. So that's the part of the reason why I chose Elon is because they had a digital arts department um, where I could do graphic design. So I always knew that I wanted to be. Um, a designer. I just didn't know what kind of designer there was. I didn't know what jobs are out there. But my degree is in strategic communications and digital art, and I went to grad school for sports management, um, which is very. I have an identical twin sister. and She played volleyball. At Elon with me as well, and she, we were very opposite. She was still trying to figure it out um, and changed her major like a couple weeks before we graduated. So, um, but I was definitely one of those kids who like I knew what I wanted to do, what I wanted to major in before even going to college.
0: And, again, you're listening to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid. And I'm on the phone with Chanel Smith-Walker, who is the team photographer for the Panthers. And whenever you were getting your background of how you got to where you are, you said that the Panthers had been reaching out to you for a few years. I think Charlotte's a great town. I think it's such a fun town. What was, what was it, though, that made you finally pull the trigger to go there?
1: I think for me, I... I'll be honest. I was very burnt out at Tennessee. I was just like I needed to like get my head together mentally, um, and so I was like I need a change of scenery. Um, and I had only been there for a short amount of time, but I was just truthfully burnt out. And so it was one of the situations where it's like, do I just quit with no job, or do I? And, and just because I needed to get my mental health together and then the Panther job came up and I was like okay it's a great change of pace as in I was doing heavy graphic design so to take a, a break from that to move over to the photo side which I also had a passion for and then to get into the NFL that was kind of where I was like okay this was just like the perfect opportunity for me to move into a new position because I was just mentally burnt out um from being at Tennessee
0: yeah no and it's I was looking through your Twitter and I saw an NFL article on you and just everything that you've been doing with the Panthers. And you said that there's really only a handful of women photographers, correct, Mm -hmm. in the NFL, and only two black women photographers is that that you know of and you being one of those two right
1: yeah yep it's just me and Kalina and Kalina it's funny because she was actually um like a seasonal photographer for the Panthers before I got here and so then she ended up going to the Cowboys and like a week later I came to the uh to the Panthers so we both like came like literally like right after each other um to find to break she was actually the first black NFL team photographer female team photographer and I was the second and just a week apart so it's, it's actually really crazy
0: that's really cool. And here I'm reading it now and you said less than 10 female photographers in the NFL. And that's yes. just so um, it's so special that you get to be a part of history. And another you mentioned it earlier, you were the first black creative director in the SEC. And um, it's, it's just really cool that you get. To, I mean, it's wild <laughs> that, yes. that in 2022, you're making history for that. But I'm sure that's very surreal for you.
1: No, it definitely is, um, and I like I, I definitely wear it as a sense of pride because I want to show, like especially women of color, that it's like like you. There's so many opportunities out there, and just because there isn't a seat at for you at the table, it's like it's okay to create one. And then once you get the seat at the table, it's like open up doors for other women to join you as well. And so that's really my mindset. Any at any place that I go to, whether it's in college or the NFL, like I just want to create a space. Um, for more women of color to, 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 um, to get an opportunity to experience what I've experienced.
0: And I saw that you said in 2021, um, you were one of the designers that were chosen for the college football playoff national championships in Miami uh, between yeah. Bama and Ohio State. Tell me about that experience.
1: That was so cool because that was, again, one of those moments that we were the first all-female design team they've ever had. I was the first black designer they've ever had. And it was just a fun process to work with Maddie. She's now at um, TCU as their creative director, but it was just crazy because it, it was a fun experience because we first had to come up with our own style, like not together. Cause we it, we weren't we didn't come together till we were at Miami. So we're constantly like, I, like, I came up with this design. She's coming with the home design. We're like sending it back and forth, like texting, like what if we do tweaks here? What if you do tweaks there? And so then once we got to Miami, like people thought it would be like a vacation. like, no, we were working like crazy. like. Whether it's like quote graphics, preparing stuff, cutouts, because you just you don't know who's gonna win, so you have to prepare both, and then working with teams that you have no idea about. Like I literally had no, like didn't really know much about Alabama or Ohio State, um, so it was just a cool experience, and, it, and it's a cool to just even experience like the national championship because I've never experienced it working in college at the teams I've been, the schools I've been at. But it was so fun. It was it was so fun to collaborate with Maddie, and we're still like really close like to this day. So it was a fun experience.
0: That's awesome, and recently it was National Girls and Women in Sports Day, and I said it before whenever Angelia Brummett, that was one of the first things she said is how you help promote other women in the industry, other women of color, or people in color of color in general, um, and what did you do on National Girls and Women's Sports Day? You, you reached out and got quotes from a lot of people that are women in the industry, just showcasing who they are. What was some of your favorite at quotes or a piece of advice that you got from some of the women that you had reached out to?
1: So many. Honestly, there have been so many quotes. That I think the one that, it sounds, it's so brief, but right? just like uh, Stasia, she works with Nike Chicago. The one that she said was like, you're it. She was like, pull your own chair up to the table and make sure you own the opportunity when it presents itself. And that's literally like, what, pretty much what I said just earlier about like, you're an it. like, don't lose that confidence in yourself, even if you're the only one in the room that looks like you. Um, and I just love National Girls and Women's Sports. I did, a, I did, a, a, did it last year, but I did have some of the uh, creative women in the industry write letters to their younger selves. Um, and so because I just want to encourage women to you can work in sports and to not lose confidence in yourself, because there are times when I've questioned myself or you're just kind of, you're just kind of worn down because you're having to fight so many different battles, especially being a woman of color in the industry. And so I just wanted to put words of wisdom out there for people that I look up to in the industry. And I, I think it's a very important that I use a diverse group of women, like every woman that I've used was a person of color, Hispanic, black, um, or even white. And I just think it's important to, to have representation in those fields. Um, and so I, I love doing those every year. Those are always just like a, a passion project of mine. So I definitely enjoy doing those.
0: Yeah, that one was really special. That was the one that I actually had pulled up from from her. And she said, don't let your anxiety or imposter syndrome trick you out of your ability to walk with confidence and on your own path. And I just, I loved that quote from her um, because it's so true. Sometimes we do let our anxiety or you think oh I have to do look at what they were doing and I need to I need to be doing that or I need to be doing that better and just just do what you can do like be yourself just like you said pull your seat up to the table Um, Mm -hmm. so I love that quote from her if you were to give a piece of advice to somebody that's listening that wants to get into the industry what is that one really big piece of advice you would give to them
1: Um, I think my piece of advice would be, for one, I kind of like a two-parter. For one, don't always follow the trends. I think especially for young creatives, um, it's easy to fall into the trends of what you see on social media. Have your own voice. Have your own belief. Have your own standards of what you actually believe in. Um, I think that's so important. And then I think the next thing I would say is that make sure you have the, the right women in your corner. Make sure it's genuine women and genuine relationships. Um. If this sounds if this sounds negative, but not every woman is always in your corner, and that sounds crazy, but it's like always make sure you have the right person in your corner that's truly rooting for you. Um, because I think that's going to get you a lot further into being friends and or have friends from everywhere, if that makes sense. Like find someone who's generally in your corner that's going to push you to be better. Um, because I think that's so important. I've just seen a lot of situations where people tend to go down the wrong path it's like no find that one that's real that you can really confide in and lean on them the most and then that'll help you steer yourself in the right direction
0: i absolutely love that there's so many times that it's hard to trust i mean in any relationship you have in in life but um you really got to find your people in the in in this Mm -hmm. industry and so i absolutely love that piece of advice and i really appreciate you chanel smith walker again team photographer for the panthers um just follow their social and you can really see everything. But if you want to give your social a plug so people can follow along on your journey, what? how can they follow you?
1: So on Twitter, it's any L-L-E-Z underscore. And then on Instagram, it's just reverse underscore Any N e l l e z.
0: Keeping it pretty simple. Well, again, I really <laughs> appreciate that you joined me and shared with everyone just a little bit about your journey and giving some advice because I think we always got to pay it forward. So I really appreciate you.
1: Of course, no problem. Thanks for having me. Of
0: course. Well, stick with us. After this break, we're going to have a whole lot more for you. I said it at the beginning of the show. We have a jam-packed show with Jasmine Washington, Director of Creative and Photography for University of New Orleans Athletic Department coming on, as well as the AP 6 p.m. Sports Center producer Ashley Coley joining us to end the show out. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this break.